Welcome to Everything is Better Than You Think, a podcast where we focus on mental health, spirituality, and overall well-being. If you struggle with anxiety or depression, or are just seeking a higher quality of life, this podcast is for you. Hey everyone, Rick Johns here. I'm here with my brother, Will, and he finally got his wish. We are on a season discussing his book, Everything is Better Than You Think, by Dr. Will Johns, available at Amazon. So, Will, why are you shamelessly plugging your book this season? (laughs) Well, Rick, I've fallen onto financial hard times. and Uh, uh, That makes sense. If I could get a few more sales, maybe I could make ends meet. (laughs) Well, the stock market has not been great lately, so I can understand why you're in need of some extra additional income. Oh, no, I just, uh, I'm excited uh, to be able to share some of this content that I that I had the privilege of of studying for about three years when I was working on my doctorate. This is what I did my doctoral thesis on. And, and um, when I got done with that academic paper, which is incredibly boring to read, um, <laughs> I felt that I needed to take the good material that I had learned and put it in an accessible form uh, in, a, in a simple book. And so that's what I did. And uh, still, to this day, I, I feel like, um, you know, the concepts in the book are incredibly helpful. I see. So when do you plan to live these concepts? <laughs> because just... I don't know that you feel grateful about the stock market being down and your lack of funds. It's funny that you say that because there are certainly people that know way less about gratitude who have practiced it much better than I have. So uh, (laughs) this is one of those things where you don't need a doctoral degree to understand it. It's something simple like exercise. Like if you just do it, Mm -hmm. you will get a benefit immediately. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every time I talk about it and, and, and share it with someone else, I realize I need to do it more. I need to commit to this, this practice. Yeah, it is a challenge. And ever since you started doing that doctorate many years ago and were telling me about it, it really did kind of open my eyes, I'll be honest. And it is much easier said than done. Yes. It's actually... Yes. Actually, it's much harder than you would think. It's same simple, and of course, you go, "Oh yeah, I should be more grateful," and I'll I'll do it. I'll be more grateful. I need to do that. But then you find, <laughs> two seconds later, you're, "Oh man, I hate this, and this is not going my way, and I uh, life is terrible." And next thing you know, you're all the way spiraling down, and you just totally lost it. Yeah, absolutely. And and what I learned is that gratitude is like a pair of lenses that we look at the world through. Mm. And uh, we'll see when we get to the barriers of gratitude, that's coming uh, in our next episode, we'll see that our mind naturally goes to the negative. The, mm. the lenses that we wake up with uh, are the negative lenses. Yeah, And so it takes an intentionality to put on the positive lenses. I remember back when I was in eighth grade and... And I remember looking at some trees in the distance and everything kind of looked like a Monet painting. 
And that's when I knew I needed to go see an eye doctor. <laughs> and I got glasses prescribed. And uh, eventually, I decided to wear contact lenses. Mm -hmm. And it's just so incredible uh, to start the day, and everything's incredibly blurry. And I put these tiny little lenses in, and all of a sudden, it's perfectly clear. Mm. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of the idea with gratitude is like we have to choose to put that that set of lenses on we have to choose to to start our day that way to to look at life that way and um and it's a daily choice it's something it's it's almost a moment by moment choice yeah you know i love your metaphor the lenses because i do think one of the things we forget one of the things that we lose sight of is not only is things happening in the world that may be good or bad outside of us, but how we see the world is just as important to our mental health as what's happening outside of us. Yes, yes. Or to us. Yes. I remember hearing uh, an actor say that one of the things that changed his life was just in filming movies, he realized what are you focusing on? Like with a, a camera, when you make a movie, you focus on a certain element. And when you want to capture a scene, you need mm. to focus on the right thing. If the camera focuses on the wrong thing, then it ruins the scene. And he said, it's like that with our minds. We have to focus on the right things, capture the right moments, see them the right way. So, so just looking out through our eyes is very important. Yes, yes, yeah. And that... I, I love that you would use the word focus um, because that's the choice with gratitude. What are we going to focus on? There's always good and there's always bad at mm. the same time happening in our lives yeah. and happening in the world. And and gratitude is not a choice to deny that there's bad things in the world. It's a choice to focus on the good things that are in the world yeah. that that our minds can shut out completely. Yeah. Um, we can we can go through a whole day and really be focused on problems the entire day. I remember seeing an interview with Mr. Rogers. Uh, shout out to all the <laughs> older people who remember growing up with Mr. Rogers. And he said one of the things his mom taught him when he was a little boy was, yes, bad things happen. And he was watching the news. And so he's seen some of these tragedies and things on the news. And she said, but... But Freddie, always look for the people who are helping. There's always people helping at every tragedy. Mm. And I thought that was powerful. And what a wise mom that kind of influenced him. And then he would influence a whole generation to, to see the good in others. Well, the other thing that, that began to dawn on me as a pastor, as I had the opportunity to interact and meet uh, a number of individuals who were in their 70s or 80s, sometimes even 90s, I saw, I began to see that by the time people reached that age in life, you could tell where they had spent their time focusing. Mm. You could tell what they had focused on for the majority of their lives because on the one hand, I met individuals that were just negative, bitter, full of resentment, mm. angry, felt like life had done them wrong. Yeah. And then I met individuals who were full of joy and just, mm -hmm. it's like they lit up a room. And when you hear their story, it wasn't because they had a perfect life. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because everything went their way. Yeah. 
Uh, these were individuals who had gone through plent plenty of pain, tragedy, loss, but they had found the secret. And I remember thinking as a young pastor, oh, wow, I really want to, you know, I really want to end up like these joyful saints that yeah, yeah. They, they've discovered the secret somehow. Yeah. And, and I think when we're younger, it, it's like two parallel lines. You don't see much difference between, you know, the direction of both lines. But even if they're off by just one degree, you know, 50 years down the road, those lines are miles apart. Yes. They might start an inch apart, but the farther you go, the farther apart they go. Yeah. And I want to be on the on the gratitude path because I see where it will take me. And for those of you listening, I just want you to know that Will was illustrating that with his hands together <laughs> and then he placed them way apart like they start together so you can visually see as time goes on they get further and further apart. Uh, it was beautifully illustrated, so I just wanted I, to describe I, it for I you. I forgot this isn't a video podcast, right. so <laughs> sorry, listeners, uh, for that. <laughs> well, I got the benefit of it being in studio with him, so I wanted to share that. But it's a good point. Where you start now, incrementally, every step kind of towards the bitterness side or the negative side, you end up far more at the end. And then every step towards the gratitude side, and boy, I'm with you. I love some of these just beautiful old souls that have aged in that gratitude, just like they're marinated, steeped in it. And, and you meet them and they bless you oh, when they're yes. the ones that are struggling. They're the ones, yes. you know, I've visited people in horrible situations in a nursing home and, you know, their bodies are, are just wasting away and yet they just beaming with this gratitude and joy and you just, wow, how, how amazing. Yes. Yeah. They've, They've learned a secret, and I like to say gratitude is a superpower. And, mm. and I say that because it can change so much of our experience in the world without us having to change the outside. You know, you don't have to win the lottery. You don't have to have a perfect job. You don't have to have a perfect marriage. You don't have to have perfect kids. You don't have to have perfect health. You can be going through a lot, and gratitude could still help you and make your life a rich, high-quality experience. Yeah, and you just reminded me, I was listening to another podcast uh, yesterday, and a lady was telling her story, much like you just said there, where she had gone down that path after 10 years of marriage or so. She just kind of felt a little bitter about, oh, you know, the marriage wasn't as great as she hoped it was going to be. The kids were overwhelming she, her career wasn't where she wanted it to be. And she just started focusing on all these things that weren't, she was restless. She wanted something else, you know, and she said she, she took her life down a, a very bad path and almost lost her family, had an extramarital affair, thought that would help make her feel happy. But she said when she came through all of that and did all the work and realized she actually had everything she wanted, it wasn't it wasn't the family that was the problem. It wasn't her husband that was the problem. It was her attitude. It was her mm. vision. It was her lenses. Yes. And then she yes. said, now, after 20 years of marriage, they were able to save their marriage. They were able to put everything back together. She said, I have the best life anyone could ever have. And it's because I chose it, because 
I worked on it because I saw my husband as valuable. I appreciated all the things he brought to the marriage mm. instead of those weaknesses or negative parts that, of course, every person has in their life. So I was just blown away as she just shared. I mean, she was so glowing about how she changed her life just by kind of changing those lenses, as you would say. Absolutely. That's that's exactly, that's a perfect story as to how this works. Mm. And, you know, no amount of external success can overcome a focus on the negative. It just can't. You yeah. know, you can have millions of dollars in the bank, every toy imaginable, everything going your way, and still be like annoyed by the one thing that's not. Yeah. <laughs> and and so so this is a, this is a choice and and also it could save you a lot of effort trying to make millions of dollars because you can find you can find joy with with just the simple things yeah. you know you don't have to have a ton of money there's a lot of free stuff that that could be very rewarding in your life and and so this it, it's kind of you know counteracts the the um, American culture that yeah. we always need more yeah to be happy yeah um, but that's great I I think we need to counteract that because otherwise it's kind of miserable yeah exactly but it it reminds me of another story I share this one in the book about I was I came back from a business trip I'd been down in Orlando I bought this packet of uh, sour cream and onion crickets uh, that they had <laughs> in a store. <laughs> it was bizarre. I'm not sure why they were selling those, but uh, I brought them for my son, Noah, who was like in fourth grade at the time or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he was at that age where I knew this would be something he would think was cool. And uh, sure enough, when I gave him the crickets, he had to try one and get all his friends to try one. They were actual crickets, by the way. They weren't just like a cracker in the shape of a cricket. Yeah, yeah. Real bona fide protein crickets. They were the real thing. You know, of course, they were disgusting. And <laughs> I started thinking about that. And I thought, you know, if you can just imagine a plate of your favorite food, what's your favorite fr food, Rick? Or one of them. I know it's hard to nail it down to, uh, oh, to just one. Oh, how about one. pie? So what kind of pie? Uh, strawberry rhubarb. All right. So, so imagine a slice of strawberry rhubarb pie, fresh out of the oven, mm. uh, homemade vanilla ice cream yes, on it. Yes, perfect. You know, sitting right there. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you have a plate of crickets mm. and sour cream and <laughs> onion crickets. Yeah. And if I put the two plates in front of you, it's a pretty obvious choice. I, I could probably predict which one you're going to start eating. Is that right? <laughs> yes, for sure. I mean, this is a no-brainer. It's completely obvious. Yeah. But what's not so obvious is like in real life, we get to choose which thing we eat, so to speak, which thing we take in uh, and focus more attention on. And... Life gives us crickets and it gives us pie and yeah. and we get to choose. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be the negative. It's always there. Yeah. But I don't have to focus my mind on it 24-7. Mm. I can look over here at all the good things in my life and yeah. suddenly my life feels different. Yeah. It looks different. Yeah. It hasn't changed. It's just my focus changed. Yeah. And you know, 
Will, you're going to have to tell us a little more about the benefits of this gratitude, but it strikes me one of the benefits of that is having more energy then to yes. approach life because yes. the grateful people I know are just powerful, energetic movers and shaker people. Yes. Uh, it, it's always impressive to me. They get a lot done. It seems like they just are, you know, able because they wake up every day saying, all right, it's a, it's a new day. I've got another day of life. What a blessing. And they just live it with much more passion and energy that, that many of us do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that also brings up another point is some people think, oh, you just got to be born looking on the bright side of life. You know, you, I've, I've always been a pessimist. So it's not, this isn't going to work for me. Mm -hmm. It's not a personality thing. You know, yes, some people are more bubbly. Some people are more expressive. Some people are more uh, naturally positive. But in the end, it's an intentional choice. In the end, yeah, some people might have a slight advantage starting off. If you make the decision to, to make this choice, you personally are going to see a benefit. Yeah, It doesn't matter what your starting point is. This will take you to a better place. Yeah, And so don't worry about everybody else, you know, and whether they have some gratitude advantage on you or something like that. They, they probably don't. Right. But you're taking yourself from where you are to a healthier, better place. Yeah, and it would seem to me even a few steps in that direction would be helpful. <laughs> even if yes. you don't achieve this amazing superpower right away, but just making those few steps, starting to be a little bit more grateful, a little bit more intentional, uh, I would think that would make a difference uh, for anyone, wherever they're at. This is, this is some of the key research on the subject of gratitude that showed that gratitude directly correlates with well-being. Mm. So if we want to feel better about our lives, gratitude is always going to be a key part of that. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. And certainly the feeling of gratitude is a, a good feeling. It's a positive feeling. And that's why I said it gives us more energy. It makes us feel uh, better about our circumstances. I think it empowers us to deal with some of the stuff that might be a little harder or a little more challenging. Exactly. Um, and that was another finding that came out of my research. Uh, I had a friend of mine who works in a cancer center. Mm. Now talk about a, a potentially depressing place to work. Yeah. And she was amazed that how happy and thankful many of the people were that came to the center. Wow. Uh, and many of them were were in the worst moment of their lives. They mm. found out they had cancer. Yeah. They were huge uncertainty about what was going to happen, how much longer they had to live, uh, just to, all the emotions that go with that. But these people learned the secret of just being grateful for what they had. Mm. Suddenly, for the first time, they were just grateful to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Just grateful to have one more day of life. And and they, they started to just live in that moment and savoring that gift. And and we'll see next week. I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but they lost their entitlement. Hmm. They lost that sense of like, I deserve everything to be so, you know, just right for me. And um and it made a huge difference. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what other benefits might there be uh, for gratitude, Will, uh, before we wrap up today's episode? Yeah, so um, 
you know, as I just mentioned, it 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 helps with resilience in mm. going through difficult times. Okay. Uh, so it's a very powerful strategy if you're going through something hard. Uh, I just got an email from a, a gentleman who read my book, and um, and he said he just had a hip replacement, and so he's reading it again, and he's going to be focusing on gratitude while he does his rehab. Okay, I thought that was brilliant. You know, yeah. here he's going through a tough time, a kind of a difficult physical situation, and he's taking advantage of that challenge to focus his mind on gratitude. I'm pretty sure everybody would want more resilience <laughs> in their life. I also love this quote from C.S. Lewis. He says, gratitude seems to be inner health made audible. Hmm. And so it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to just express, hmm. you know, the good that is inside of us. Yeah, I like that. The inner health made audible. So to express it to others to share it. And in that way, you're also blessing others and you're also uh, helping other people develop gratitude or bringing gratitude into the world at large. Exactly. When my youngest daughter was seven years old, we had a rule that she had to clean her room before she could watch TV. And uh, she came home from school one day, she wanted to watch TV. And I said, you know, let's take a look at your room. Oh, you know, it's not clean yet. You know, I need to uh, need to see that clean and then you can watch tv mm -hmm. she did not like that plan and so she started crying and screaming um <laughs> saying that you know it's too much i can't do it continued to vent and got herself so worked up that at, at one point she started shouting nobody loves me oh wow <laughs> <laughs> i went up there got her calmed down got her focused on cleaning the room. She cleaned it in less than 10 minutes <laughs> and was happily watching TV. Boom. Uh, and what it gave me, it gave me an insight into, as adults, we're going to do the same things that, that children do. We just don't do it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought about moments where maybe I was asked to do a certain task at work that I didn't want to do. Yeah. And it felt overwhelming and it felt difficult. And oh, I was trying to figure out how I could, you know, avoid it and not do it. And and then my mind starts spinning to, well, maybe I gotta quit this job, you know, and maybe, yeah, maybe I maybe I'm just in the wrong career and maybe my whole life took a wrong turn. <laughs> and I could get just like she did, I can get all the way to nobody loves me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, where it's just like, ah, it's all bad. It's all going down. It's all terrible. We all have that voice in our heads. Yep. There's nothing wrong with us. We're not mm. a bad person. We just, it's its part of being human. Yeah. We have that negative voice in our heads. But the beauty of gratitude is we're basically making the choice to set that voice aside. Yeah. Take a break from it. That voice can be 24-7 if we're not careful. And, and so to me, that is the primary benefit. You know, it's almost like, imagine if you lived with somebody that every time you did something, they critiqued you and put you down for it. Hmm. So you, you pour a bowl of cereal in the morning. Why are you eating that, you unhealthy pig? You know, yeah. 
<laughs> and and you go to leave for work and you're like you never spend time with a family and you come home from work you lazy you should be at work <laughs> like that would be horrible right right and yet we have an inner voice that does similar type things yeah. you know it's yeah. somehow finding a negative angle <laughs> yeah. on almost everything expressing that yeah and so when we step away from that it's a tremendous gift but then let me add real quick, Rick, a couple of other benefits that I didn't mention that just came to me. And that is people that practice gratitude actually sleep better. Mm. So if you have trouble sleeping, practicing gratitude right before you go to bed is a perfect activity for you because it puts your mind in a good state yeah. and you'll sleep better. But the other one that I just absolutely love is that gratitude helps us make better decisions in the present, which then gives us more to be grateful for in the future. And it's a beautiful cycle that gets started where we start making better choices and then we have more to be grateful for in the future because we've made those good choices <laughs> and we just keep going. So that one's very exciting. Uh, it also helps with relationships. It improves marriages and friendships and uh, work relationships. So there's really a ton of benefits that come out of it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Will. That was very helpful, very well said. I look forward to hearing the rest of these podcasts. Uh, maybe you can give us a little overview of what can we look forward to next week. Yeah, so next week we are going to be looking at the barriers of gratitude. And I think this, in many ways, could be one of the most important episodes of this whole season because many of us, don't realize that there are a number of natural barriers that get in the way of gratitude. It's like, like you said at the beginning, it's so easy to talk about, so hard to put into practice. And so just knowing what to do is not enough. It's, there's, there has to be intentionality, but knowing what we're up against is incredibly helpful. It's like having a map when you're trying to, you know, find your way to gratitude, this will show you what you have to go around or through to get there. Well, that's great, Will. And we certainly look forward to our next episode. And we hope you all will join us then. But for now, you've been listening to the Everything is Better Than You Think podcast with me, Dr. Rick Johns, and Dr. Will Johns. We'll be with you again next episode. <laughs>